podcasting from his front porch in Charleston, South Carolina. Grab a glass of good old-fashioned Southern sweet tea, put the kids to bed, take the phone off the hook, and get ready to learn how to turn paid traffic into leads, sales, and profit. And now, here's your host for the Media Buyers Association podcast, media buying expert, Charles Kirkland. Hey, hey, this is Charles. Welcome back to the Media Buyer Association podcast. We have one goal to help you grow your business, more leads, more clients, more profits. So with that said, let's talk about our favorite thing, you, not me. Why did you start an agency? Why did you get involved in media buying? How did this happen? For some people, it was, well, you know, agencies look like great, hot new opportunity. Other people were, I was working for an agency and I thought I could do it you know, doing it on my own. For other people, I'm great at running traffic, so let's run it for other people. And every one of those answers are pretty valid. But here is the problem that we have. As many people find out later, it takes way more than being good at traffic to run a successful agency. I think that's one of those just common things. It's like, Charles, I'm good at traffic, so I should be great at, you know, as an agency owner or growing an agency. And the truth of the matter is, it helps. But that's not the only criteria. The thing that you need to look at, you may be the absolute, the best in the world at X, Y, and Z. And it's okay. You may be you know, the best Facebook specialist. You may be the best Google remarketing specialist. You may be the best paid media specialist for you know, Taboola or Outbrain or anybody. You may specialize in a certain vertical. But the problem is most agency owners struggle like you would not believe trying to get leads and business for their own agency. And first of all, it's okay. It's completely okay. Because this is the thing. Being good at one vertical, being good at one sector doesn't relate to getting leads for a service business. So I want to just go ahead and lay that out there. If you've been struggling, you're wondering why. It comes down to unless you happen to your job or your business or your agencies getting leads for service businesses, you're probably struggling to getting leads because it's a service business. So I want you to stop having this guilt. Every agency owner I talk to, they go, you know, I just feel guilty. I feel like a fraud because I can do great for everybody else. But when it comes to my own stuff, I just struggle. Look, you're not a fraud. You don't need to feel guilty. It's just it's a different type of business. I want you to think of it this way. If you were, let's just say you were a cyclist and you decided that you were going to do the Tour de France and you got a bike from Walmart, it's just not made for that. It's not set up for that. So, so just keep that in mind. So the question is, how do we actually get good and how do we, how do, we do this? There are a couple ways you can look at it. First of all, we can A, hire outside vendors. I know this may be a shock to a lot of agency owners, but their companies, their only job is to get leads for agencies. And they do a really good job of it. And if, you're, if you've got the right sales system in place, which I hope you do, it doesn't really take very many qualified leads to make a sale. Your closing rate may be one in four, two in four, two in 10, five in 10, whatever the number is. Now you have to remember, these are not gonna be those ultra qualified referral based leads. When you get a referral lead, it's pretty much, hey, this is Bob, here's the contract, let's get started today really doesn't take much selling for that. But when you're getting leads that are referred from an outside vendor, your close rate will not be the same. So please, please keep that in mind. 
Now, because you've got an outside vendor doing the work for you, your job is to basically specialize in closing the leads, getting the traffic, manning your agency. That's really the easiest way to do it. Now, are these companies cheap? No, they're not cheap at all, but they get results. The second thing you could look at is content marketing. So, one, pay an outside vendor to get you the quality leads. Number two, content marketing. I will tell you that I love content marketing. Coming from you know somebody with the name like Media Buyer Association, you think I'd be like anti-content marketing, you know, the evil scourge of the earth. Uh, truth of the matter is, content marketing works. And if you take some content and you amplify it with a little bit of paid traffic, it works way better than you'd ever imagine. But this is the problem. Creating content is hard. There's no shortage of content on the internet. There was a point where, you know, I could Google something and, you know, it was 1999. Well, I wouldn't even Google it. Well, let's say 2000. You could Google something and, you know, maybe you get a few results and most of them were porn or casino or gambling or things of that nature, which weren't really relevant. But there was a lack of information. It was a ability of Google to really to organize that information. kind of what made Google famous. The issue we have today is it's no longer a, we're no longer searching for information. There's no shortage of information. We're searching for it, but now we're searching for only the best. This is what happens. Most people don't really aren't really aware of this. But let's just say complete vacuum. You write a one-page article. Nobody else has written on this topic. You are the king. Well, two weeks later, some guy writes a two-page article. So now he's king. You know, two months later, some guy's writing a five-page article with images. Six months later, some dude's got a 12-page article, a dissertation, images, a podcast, a YouTube video. Guess what? Our level and our what we're expecting out of quality content changes. It's changing very, very rapidly. So the concept isn't how much crap can we throw out there because now we just ignore the crap. We're no longer looking at what is the quantity of information that we're getting? We're really looking at what is the quality of that information. So, A, you can hire somebody to do content marketing for you. Write some content. Uh, we've done plenty of that. We've hired plenty of people. But this is going to be your problem. Just having the content alone is not the answer. You still need to amplify that content. Now, we can easily do that in Facebook. We can do that in Google. Yes, I know. Can you believe you can actually do a Google search on how to verify Facebook fan page, and yes, you could be there. But the key that you have to ask yourself, are you creating content for you? Are you creating content for your ideal client? Or are you creating content for the concept of, I'm creating content, so therefore, by default, it should immediately and automatically work. Content marketing is usually a zero to nine month, I'm, I'm saying like starting today, as a general rule without paid traffic behind it, if you were to just try to do this organically, if you were to basically create really solid content, you could be looking at a nine-month ramp up before it starts catching traction. Most agencies cannot go nine months, you know, so they're, you know, without anything coming in, so that's probably not going to be on the top of your list. If you're creating content, make sure you create it for your client, your avatar, whoever you want to become your client, and use Facebook, Google, Amplify. Put it in LinkedIn, put it in Twitter. You need to look at amplifying that content. You need to give it a kickstart. Uh, third way to do this content marketing aspect, this is really the second of the content marketing aspects, look at doing guest posts. I mean, I don't need to tell you, 
Search Engine Watch, Search Engine... I mean, guys, there's no shortages of places that have high-quality information. That's where you want to look at piggybacking off somebody else's already existing database. If, and I'm going to use this as an example, let's say Bob Jones, ppc.com is the number one PPC experts in the world. You write a post for them, they accept it. Now you're not having that nine-month ramp up. You're kind of relying on their content. But I hear plenty of people, Charles, I just don't want to do that because so-and-so said, look, I'm tired of so-and-so said stuff. You know what? I don't care what other people say. I only care what works. I don't care what other people say. If you don't have the business you need and you've got more free time than you've got money, you need to go out and start guest posting on some high-quality blogs. You need to get on some podcasts. There are plenty of great PPC podcasts out there. Talk to them. See what you can do. Get on those shows, write on those, get on those guest posts, and start trying to build that brand, build that awareness, build everything up. That is going to be your number one goal to get this started. And then once you've got started, once you've got traction, once people know who you are, they know what you're about, then maybe say, you know what, I'm going to just start bringing more stuff in-house. I'm going to do posting on my blog as well. Because if you post today, remember, you Let's just say nine months. I mean, you may be lucky. It may be two weeks, but I don't really want to base my success on luck. I want to base it on a little more facts. With that said, I've got to ask you a question. If this was of value to you, if you got value out of this, if you're rethinking and you're saying, you know what? It's okay that I'm struggling to get leads for my business. I, I'm, I do not do service marketing. If you're doing e-commerce, you're doing Facebook, you're doing remarketing, CRO, whatever the case may be, it's okay that you're not getting the leads you want. You're not you're not a specialist in getting leads for service marketers. If you are, then you know you've got a whole different issue. And it's okay to do content marketing for other people. Put it on third-party blogs. It's a great way to get started. Don't let people fool you into thinking so and so said this. I don't even go for that, guys. And look at content marketing as the one thing. If you've got more time than money, get some content out there. You've got podcasts, you've got blogs, you've got YouTube videos. There's no shortage of people searching for your topic. You just need to make sure you're doing the correct research for the topic that your prospects are interested in. And I think you'll be completely amazed. Now, with that said, head over to the MediaBuyerAssociation.com. Yes, Probably the longest domain on the planet, MediaBuyerAssociation.com. Opt in. We've got a free membership. And yes, you will get newsletters from me daily with podcasts like this, content, things of that nature. With that said, go ahead and click the link below or actually click in the uh, description. Head over there. Get signed up. Grab your free membership. And yeah, if this podcast brought you value, I would love, absolutely love for you to, you know, share. Go in iTunes and give me a four-star rating, a five-star rating. If it's any lower than that, you probably don't like me anyway, but go ahead and give me the five-star rating if you possibly can. And this helps spread the word about the Media Buyer Association and allows us to bring you more content like this. So anyway, this is Charles Kirkland. Hope you enjoyed it. And at the, at the end of this podcast, please remember, it's okay if you're struggling to get leads. That's not a problem. That's something very fixable. This is Charles. Talk to you later, and have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Media Buyers Association, or MBA, with Charles Kirkland. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, mediabuyersassociation.com, to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. 
Join us next time for another edition of MBA.